Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Um, this is Coast to Coast, uh, Widow 2K. Got my host with me, Beyond 716. We are talking Buffalo Bills, um, New York Giants, and unfortunately, uh, a costly loss. Um, <clears throat> So before we get into that, uh, beyond you know, how was every how's everything going, man? Everything's good. Um, in a sense, you know, you knew I was planning on going to this London game, but for personal reasons, couldn't make it. But in hindsight, I'm kind of glad I didn't, even though it looked like a great experience for everybody. But yeah, the the, the loss was massive. I mean, at, at multiple levels of the defense, which we're we're going to get into for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's like really no other way to kind of describe it, man. I mean, I'm I'm a little I'm a little jet lagged myself from this week, but uh, you know, it, this was a rough, it was a rough game, man. Um, mm-hmm. To lose Daquan Jones when he's playing at an All Pro level and potentially lose him for up to at least twelve weeks. Um, we don't know how bad the the tear is, the pet tear is yet, but uh, to lose Daquan Jones for that long is rough, uh, to say the least. To lose Matt Milano, who was playing better than he was playing last year, rough, like extremely rough. Um, you know these guys, and then then the compounded the week prior, 
we lose Trey White for the year again. Um, you know, it's it's just sad, man. And and it's like <laughs> it's almost like you know, when when do we when when does luck hit us? Like when when does when do when do we get, you know, a string of luck and good and great help with the great quarterback and and you know, both sides of the ball playing at an elite level. Like I watched the 49ers absolutely dismantled the uh the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm thinking to myself, fully healthy, this Buffalo team can play on the same field. Like they can play with the 49ers fully healthy. And you know, we just don't have a healthy roster. So um yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean it's it's not only the 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 talent we lost, it's it's the heart and soul, right? I mean, what Trey White has meant to this team for so long, right? Well, I mean, he, he he's one of our you know, we've talked about it before. If 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 we win the Super Bowl, Trey White's one of the first players that I want to see in that podium. He's one of our core guys, right? And Matt Milano, I mean, Troy Tony Romo said last week he's the defensive player of the year at this point after the Miami game. And you're thinking, wow, could we have that kind of defense? Could we have the special then he's out for the year and then daquan jones i mean you know here's a guy that was playing at a pro bowl level right was looking probably at a, ex, a really nice little extension later in his career right all, all pretty much gone for the season it's not even four weeks like you said like where's our luck where's our run of of health right that when we have this great roster now i'm gonna try to put you in a little bit of a better mood right uh, on a couple fronts right about last week and if you were listening last week this is why i love doing this with little because he's going to give it to you real okay little picked us to lose last week i barely had us winning by three you know you're going to get exactly what you need as bills fans here on coast to coast you're not going to get all you know not always going to be rosy right there's tough teams out there just wanted to put that out there and, and give you those kudos and just explain why i love doing this with you so much but the, here's the good news Whittle. What Brandon B did in the offseason to get the depth that we had didn't have the year before. Is it enough to be just enough on defense and make this offense championship caliber the way we've seen it so far? I mean, do you think we have what it takes to withstand this a lot better than let's say last year when we lost Daquan Jones and we were Puna Ford on the roster? You know, with maybe Dorian Williams could be a possible breakout guy, but we don't know what we're gonna see out of Dorian. And even with Christian Benford coming back, I mean, do you think we have enough to withstand versus what the problems we had late last season? Um, I I, I think we do. Um, you know, we lost Trey White in 2021. Trey White was playing at it. I mean, he was playing at an elite, all pro, shut down an entire side of the field level. Like, that's not an exaggeration. Trey White was playing that well in 2021. And we lost him. That was also the year we at went into Kansas City in the regular season. Absolutely just just ripped them to shreds, just like destroyed them. And uh, you know, if you talk to an actual Kansas City fan, uh that's not a homer, they will tell you after that game against the Bills in 2021, uh, where we went into Kansas City and just and, and just just beat just beat just beat them bad. Um, they will tell you that they were legitimately worried about this Buffalo team in the playoffs. Uh, they did not want to play us. But, you know, we lost Trey White, and 
we had to replace him with Dane Jackson and Levi Wallace, essentially at quarterback one. Uh, we are in much a much better position now. Uh, I think Brandon Bean saw losing Trey White and then having to kind of rely on Levi Wallace as your best corner. Um, <clears throat> I think he took that and then losing Daquan Jones last year against and you know not having him against Cincinnati and just having Joe Mixon and that offense that that backup offensive line in Cincinnati just literally push this front four around. Uh, I think he saw that and said, you know, we lost Vaughn, we lost Daquan, and we've lost Trey before. And each time it's hurt us. This year, we're going to put guys in positions on the second unit. We're going to have excellent depth on the second unit to, to mitigate those losses when they do come. And I am excited about Kyer Elam and uh, Dorian Williams. I am excited about these young men. Um, I am excited about Puna Ford getting an opportunity. Uh, I am excited about, um, and I know it doesn't seem that way, but I'm excited about Von Miller coming back. Let me tell you, it took a lot not to have a full bottle of wine sitting right here next to me or uh, something a little harder because this is it's year after year, man. It just seems like we can't catch a break, man. 2021, Trey White goes down. Last year, you know, it ended the way it ended where we just got embarrassed at home. And now this year, it looks like the team is really clicking on both sides of the football. The guys are, you know, they, I mean, we, we were just beating teams up, man, just beating them up. And, you know, to lose these guys the way we lost them, man, it was rough. But I don't want to stay too long on the uh, doom and gloom of the injury forefront. Um, mm -hmm. Let's let's get into the game. Let's get into the Jack game. Uh, a couple positives I took from that Jack game. Uh, Stefan Davis is an absolute dog. He is a dog. 100% he's a dog. I don't think that I don't think this team is is as successful as it has been if you swap Diggs with Devontae Adams in 2020. If you go get Devontae Adams and bring him here, yeah, 2020 probably looks similar, but 2021, mm -hmm. I don't think so. 2022, I don't think so. And certainly not this year. Devontae's not the same type of player. Cooper Cup's not the same type of player. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I don't believe that he's the same type of player. Jamar Chase has the similar dog in him. Uh, and Tyreek Hill, I don't think, is 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 a similar type of player as well. But I, I got to be honest, man, this team, um, this team, I, I, I believe the leader of this offense in the, in the locker room is definitely Stephon Diggs. The man, the man had another great game, despite you know the travel and all the other things that kind of didn't work in our favor. Um, and you know, you just got to give him credit. He he was he was the professional that we needed, you know. And when I say professional, I mean professional athlete, not uh not office professional. He he yeah. wouldn't last too long in the office, I think. But he he <laughs> he he does a great. Good job on the field. 
and my my number two uh good takeaway from the team from uh Sunday um the offensive line I think played very well uh despite Jacksonville really throwing a lot of stuff at him uh Josh was Josh had time um you know Josh was able to navigate the pocket and get the ball out and not be rushed um and I thought that they did I thought that they did a good enough job to continue to run the football uh but you know the game plan just didn't I guess call for that and that's another issue that we have to discuss another time with Ken Dorsey and his inconsistency and in his game planning um and and I, I want to give credit to the replacements and I I, I just say that loosely I don't want to uh take anything away from AJ Epinesa who had probably the game of his career uh Dorian Williams who I thought played with his hair on fire I thought he was very active um he was he was full speed the entire time he was in the game uh he made some mistakes at full speed but you know I, I'd rather him do that now and then the game slowed down and him learn you know the spots where he needs to be um and then Kyrie Elam, like I, I went back and I watched some of Kyrie Elam in coverage, and he wasn't as bad as it looks. Uh, it's just just a few things that he needs to clean up on the technical side of things, and um, and I think he'll be fine. Uh, you know, maybe if the man had more snaps through the first four weeks of the season, maybe he would have played a lot tighter, a lot better. Maybe he would have trusted his technique a little more, but. Um, with that being said, uh, the defensive line is, is getting some juice back. Vaughn is back. And, uh, yeah, I mean, as, as bad as that game was for us offensively, we gave up a ton of yards on the ground defensively. Uh, Calvin Ridley got whatever he wanted offensively. And, uh, you, you know, we lost by five. So, um, I'm confident if we see this team in the playoffs, it'll be a different story. And I don't care where in the continental United States of America, wherever it's played in the United States of America, that game will go a different way in the playoffs. I, I am 100% sure of that, but you know, what, what were some of your takeaways from the game beyond? No, I think that that was a, a great rundown. I it really I, I'm going to start with the negatives just a little bit. I'm going to use those loosely, right? Because obviously, the, one of the negatives that I saw, Whittle, and you you're better at this than I am. Full disclosure, I felt like when we were in twelve personnel and Josh was under center, he was he was excellent, right? I mean, and I just didn't understand why Dorsey got away from that a little bit more than I think he should have in this game, especially considering the score was even eleven to seven like seven minutes to go. I mean, it wasn't like we were down 20 something points early and we were desperate, you know, to go and shotgun and, and, and make big plays down the field. I didn't understand why we got away from that. Maybe didn't sprinkle in a little more Damian Harris in this kind of game where it was tough sledding with the running game. I thought that would, have, especially with the defensive guys we lost. Right. And the shock that had to be to that unit. I thought that would be a better support system for what happened in game. Right. You know, losing Milano, Losing Daquan, I mean that's that that's tough. I mean I don't care what team you are, you you lose that kind of talent. 
it's going to be tough. So I, I would, that was a little bit of a negative for me. The other thing, and I'm not going to kill them for this game, but we've talked about it. Six of 11 in their last, what, 17 games decided by seven or less where Kansas city, you look at them, you know, they're much different record. We just have to get better in those games. Maybe, maybe this is not the best time to go about it because of all the other issues with the field, with the injuries, with the time travel. But it's just those little things we talked about, little the little things that this team needs to do better. Why did they go into London on Friday? I mean, the Baltimore Ravens are playing there this week, and they've been there since Monday, right? Like, I know Sean McDermott says, oh, we got to go back and look at that. That's – I just didn't understand why – I mean, our, our podcast is called Coast to Coast, right? When I came to see you at right. the tailgate on Monday – even I was messed up and I'm not an athlete, right? I got in on Friday. I was still messed up on Monday, right? even at the tailgate, right? right? I couldn't sleep that yeah. night. I was up at three in the morning. I couldn't get my rhythm. Imagine going five hours, right? And you're a pro athlete. And, he, and these guys, Deion Dawkins said at one time, you know, we're all creatures of habit. We have schedules. They have, you know, they have itineraries. They follow every single week. And then that gets really thrown off in that short period of time. So. I thought that was a major mistake by the Bills, and even ETN said it right in his in his press in the post game. He said that was a really big factor, and he, he left nothing off the table with his quote. I mean, it was it, he he said it first and foremost. Like, I think he probably thought that was one of the biggest keys of the game. So, those are really the two big negatives that that I would say uh, from that front. But you're right. Just to be quick with the positives. Um, I thought Dorian Williams showed some signs. I mean, he wasn't perfect, but I, I'm excited to see what he can do. I mean, that's speed and the, his tackling, you know, Billy, how he gets to the ball. I'm, I'm excited to see what McDermott can do with him over the next few weeks. And I feel like we got good matchups to kind of get him acclimated into the flow of our defense. You know, then we got the Giants, Patriots coming up. I think those are two optimal matchups for, for him to come in. So, I, I thought that he was a pretty good positive. And what can you say about AJ Epineza? I mean, the guy's playing like, like an animal lately. I mean, he's incredible, right? I mean, even had my buddies texting me, giant fans. I was like, man, who's this AJ? Who's this Epineza guy? And I said, yeah, we've been kind of waiting for him for probably about four or five years. So some of the, the positives I had, and, you know, there's a lot of reasons why we lost the game, but there's no reason for us to, to you know, jump, you know, say season's done or, you know, we're not, we're not, we could recover. We, we could do this, but we got a lot of work to do when it starts this week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Just to, to tell, just to kind of wrap up the game on Sunday, uh, Jacksonville had the advantage of being there since the week prior. And um, like you said, Travis Etienne spoke on that put it out there so they they knew what it was they knew how their bodies felt when they came over and played against the Falcons so it was it was no surprise to me that they came out and looked to run a fast tempoed offense where they were throwing the ball a lot and especially at going after our corners um you know Benford didn't play oh excuse me Trey didn't play as well, so them going after the corners was was you know predictable, uh, and and they sped things up to to not allow anybody to rest. It was to tire guys out, and I mean, I gotta say that it it did work. They they went down the field and scored. 
uh, with relative ease at first. And uh, then they went for a two-point conversion, and that worked as well. But the game sort of shifted once the defense got got some stops. Like once the defense got some stops, it was just like, all right, you know, we we're, we're okay. The the offense. James Cook dropped the pass on third and two. Definitely was would have been a first down. Um, you know, Dawson Knox had a few drops. Gabe Davis had a drop down the field on second and 10. That would have been a huge game, put us in the red zone. And if it wasn't a drop pass, it was a flag holding. It was a flag for illegal hands to the face. Uh, pick, uh, uh, offensive pass interference for a pick play. It was just, oh, it was just stuff like that, man. Uh, Dorsey, Dorsey disappointed me this game. This was definitely a Damian Harris, Latavius Murray, uh, A and B gap type of game. You know, you have the guys up front now to create displacement at the line of scrimmage. You know, you've got you got line, you got you got wide receivers that can that can pin down on uh, on, on these athletic defensive ends that Jacksonville has. I don't know. It just I, I sometimes Ken Dorsey makes some decisions and it's. I wonder whether or not he knows football because he or he's just making the game harder than it has to be. But uh oh boy, on to the next man. We got the New York Giants coming yep. in, or, or or what I like to call them Buffalo Southeast. Um <laughs> some some familiar faces. I was unable to secure a uh Giants um a Giants guest today, someone who could come in and kind of break down the X's and O's and uh and you know give us some some insight on the players and the strategies and things like that. Uh I I know a ton of Giants fans. The the guy I was gonna bring on here is yeah the guy I was gonna bring is um he had he had surgery this past weekend so he was oh. out and yeah and then I had a couple of people on Twitter that you know kind of never responded so um you know it is what it is I, I feel like we can speak enough about well, I mean we can speak on on what we know about the Giants I mean they half the team is is ours sure. half the team play was 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 in Buffalo last year so um Brian Dayball uh defending coach of the year great offensive mind uh got did he win? He he won Coach of the Year last year, right? He did win. Yes, he did. I he think, did win Coach of the Year yeah, last year. I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Dayball Dayball is going to bring you know that 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 um, that creativity to the offense. Now I'm not sure. <sighs> oh my gosh! I'm, I apologize. You got that? I'm not you got sure that? No. You know why this is perfect? You have that London jet lag that we had last week. I, 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 like I definitely fight. do. I definitely do. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we got – so um, I'm pulling up the the Giants uh, injury report right now. Mm-hmm. Injury report. Of course, this thing's going to take forever, right? Yep, their offensive line is. Let's see. 
I, I'm not sure, and I'm 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 checking for yeah, that. Yeah, that offensive line is disgusting, man. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, this is bad. Oof. Oh wow. Yeah, those guys it's pretty expensive, especially on that. <laughs> yeah. I guess especially on that line. Yeah, they're, they're terrible. Yeah. Just uh, just to read. Uh, so uh, this one guy, Giants fan. Why? Why this loads? Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. You got it, man. Oh no! I just saw this tweet from this Giant fan that their injury report so long. I had to get my my reading glasses just to give you an idea out there of, of how many giant players are really out right now it's it's pretty extensive and we, we, i mean just right off the top little we don't even know if their quarterback daniel jones is going to play this week which could set up another homecoming of sorts mr tyrod taylor playing back in his old stomping grounds in buffalo so we'll have to see how that works out Now, Which one of my I, favorite I, I really Buffalo Bills of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite Bills of all time is Tyrod Taylor. I, I love Tyrod, man. Um, I, I think he was just one of the smoothest, like, just consummate professionals. Uh, you know, he always had, he always had the, he always had that, you know, he always had something. Some fly on before they would go and, and travel to a different, you know, road game or something. I, I'm I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. I I had I, I got an outfit for a uh, for a party that I went to a couple of years ago, and it was inspired by a, a Tyrod Taylor uh, road game fit that where he was boarding the plane. I'm gonna pull a picture next, next time. I, I should have pulled the picture and posted it, but Tyrod's a fly guy, uh-huh. man. That's one of my that's, that's one of my favorites, man. But yeah, this is ugly, man. I'm looking oh. at it now. J- Daniel Jones did not practice today. Micah McFadden, uh, a linebacker out of Indiana, uh, he didn't practice. Aziz Ojolari, LSU, uh, he's always injured. <laughs> Offensive tackle Matt Peart, I've never heard of him. Wondell Robinson is yeah. uh, did not practice. John Michael Smith yeah. didn't practice. And Andrew Thomas in practice, and Darren Waller. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six guys on the offensive side of the football. That's ridiculous, man. I don't understand how they. That that's that's tough. That's tough for any team to deal with. Um, so Saquon Barkley was the limited practice, which is good for them. Uh, Oh, who else? Who's this? Uh, Deontay Banks. Okay. Cordell Flott. He's always injured, too. Uh, Shane Lemieux is hurt, but these guys are practicing. Marcus McKeithen, uh, Deontay Banks, Gary Brightwell. I've never heard of him. Uh, but these other guys, like, it, it's it's good. It's good to see that some of them are practicing, but man, this injury list that they have is, is extensive. On the flip side, Christian Benford today, full practice. Uh, Balen Specter and Shaq Lawson, full practice. And I would love to get Shaq Lawson back out here because 
Shaq Lawson was sorely missed last week. Not having him in Rousseau was absolutely was rough. That was rough. That was rough. Um, you know, the the run defense definitely took a uh, major hit without having those guys available for us in London. Uh, Rousseau limited practice. Uh, you know, uh, Dane Jackson's got a foot thing. Don Kincaid is still in concussion protocol. So I don't know, man. What is this, June? Oh, gosh. June is you know, our, favorite, June is our favorite hater. He's back. Tyrod <laughs> was a bum. He says Tyrod Taylor was a bum. Listen, Tyrod Taylor, if Tyrod went to your team, Tyrod would be the third best quarterback in your franchise's history. So, like, please stop. Um, so the ones we know about, uh, you know, Milano's on injured reserve, uh, Daquan Jones on injured reserve, and Trey Weiss on injured reserve. I'm excited to get Benford back. I think Benford and Elam together as the starters again. This is a good test for them. Uh, Jalen Hyatt is a very good receiver that can get down. He's a very, very fast receiver that can get down down the field. Uh, and then they have a slew of other guys that are that are pretty solid receivers. But um, this is a game we should win, man. This is a game we should win. Brian Dayball's coming back home. Um, you know, a bunch of Bills players coming back home. And uh, well, not Bills players, Giants players that used to play for the Bills, or Bills players that currently play for the Giants. Those guys are coming back home, and and you know it, it's going to be bittersweet to see them, but um, you know it, it's it's okay, you know it's okay. Uh, I I told you before the season. Oh God, bro! Nobody is thinking about Tremaine Edmonds. I promise you that. Jeez, you wish you wish we were thinking about Tremaine Edmonds. Dude, Tremaine Edmonds is yesterday's news. We are way past that. Um, so, what are your uh, beyond? I gotta ask you. You you, you know the injury sure. situation that we're dealing with. Um, mm-hmm. How confident are you in this team? Honestly, let's let's have an honest conversation. How confident are you? Absolutely. With the rest, with this team, going forward. In terms of in terms of getting to where we we ultimately go, which is the Super Bowl, right? Is is that more of what the question is, Whittle? Yes. I would say. I mean, I would say before last week, and this is going to sound weird, but when you put the percentage against the rest of the teams in the AFC, I thought we had about a fifteen to twenty percent shot at winning the conference, which it doesn't seem like much, but it, it is because I'm putting them against other teams, or maybe some have five percent, or three percent, or two percent. You know what I mean? So. I, I thought we were we, we were in great shape. Now I, I would maybe slice that in half. I still think we can, Whittle. And you know, history sometimes can teach us things to to look at, right? I mean, I know it's it's different circumstances, different injuries, but the Kansas City Chiefs were three and two last year, right? They they had some young guys on defense that were struggling early, right? Now some of our you know, Kyrie Elam, for example, had a had a tough game. On Sunday, we we all know that, right? But as you saw the season go along, Spagnolo right. was rounding that defense in the form where they were just good enough, 
with their championship level offense and they ultimately grinded out the wins that they needed to and then ultimately beat the Eagles. They, listen, remember they gave up 32 points in the Super Bowl, so but they still found a way to win with that offense. So I'm sitting here thinking to myself, why can't we do that? Right? With with more like you said, more consistent play calling from Dorsey, with the way our offensive line is looking, the way Josh Allen's playing right now, the way Stefan Diggs is playing. I mean, Gabe Davis has been very, very consistent. So the odds have come down. I mean, we can't deny it, right? Losing Tremaine Edmonds. Um, excuse me. June was in my head there for a second, Will. So, you know, <laughs> but losing Trey White, you know, losing Matt Milano, losing Daquan Jones, it, 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 it's, it's, it's big, right? It's big. But I, I, I really believe. Sean McDermott's like the, the way he, he runs the defense, I have confidence he can find enough to, to plug the holes to a solid level where we can be a contender going forward. I'm not giving up on the season by any means. I think our margin for error for the defense has come down. I mean, in terms of injuries, I'm sorry. In terms of injuries, our margin for error is very, very slim right now. You mentioned something. That always hit me this week, Whittle. You said we cannot lose Jordan Phillips, and I could not agree more with you. That's a guy we we like. Those are the players we just cannot afford to lose at this point. Maybe when we had Daquan Jones, we could quote afford to lose him, but now we we really really can't. So, I, I, and we never know what Brandon Bean's going to do in the trade market, right, or it, in the free agent market. So we have to see how that goes. I don't know if I expect a big splash, but I would say my you know I it's in half now but listen we got a couple get right games this week with we're not we're not looking for any validation from the media or anybody on twitter let's just get let's stack a few wins here we've got tampa after that on thursday night let's get those three wins even if they're even if they're ugly i don't care we're getting players back we're figuring things out right let's get to that cincinnati game at six and two six and two is still fine right going into the second half of our schedule. So that that's exactly where, where I'm at at this point. How about you, Little? No. Um, I am still confident in this team. Uh, I think that uh, – I don't want to say this, but um, I'm going to say it, and Bills fans, don't be upset with me. I think that these – I think that some of these injuries are forcing this team – to trust in his youth. And the only way that you can remain a contender when you're paying a quarterback is you have to get um you have to get quality, you have to get quality play, you have to get quality play out of out of young guys, young guys on cheap contracts. So uh Josh Allen currently is top five in yards. Uh first in completion percentage, first in total touchdowns, um, like second or third in like yards per attempt. Uh, I think he's top three in yards per game. I mean, there's a bunch of a bunch of different areas where Josh Allen is absolutely crushing, crushing the stat sheet. Uh, but I, I think this this is more about what are we going to do outside of Josh Allen? So I I like the fact that we can run the football. I like the fact that the offensive line can run block as well as pass block. If you notice, I looked at I looked at one of those um 
one of those uh, 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 like grading grading uh, uh, ch- charts or whatever that had all the different grades for the uh, offensive line play mm-hmm. um, from different yeah. different. It was like ESPN and and Fox and and uh, PFF and something else. The Buffalo Bills are number two, and off in the like their offensive line is number two in pass protection. Number two in the league. That's amazing. They're number two in the league in pass, amazing. pass protection. I haven't seen that. Or I haven't seen this this good of an offensive line in Buffalo probably since the nineties. Man, it's been it's been a very very long time. Actually, no, I I, I gotta say, no, nah, I think the 2016, 2017, what was that? 2017, 2018, no, 2016, 2017. That offensive line was pretty doggone good. The one average you kind of need out, and those guys yes. they, they were pretty they were they were pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I am confident in this team. I think that now was the right time to get these young kids on the field, let them learn on the job a little bit of on the job training, let them fail, let them make their mistakes, let them give up big plays now, so that by the last quarter of the season, the last three or four games. The, the the game is slowed down for them. Those guys are making impact plays. They're squeezing routes over the middle of the field. Uh Kyrie is back to, you know, he's back on track to be, you know, I, I think he has the talent to be one of the one of the better uh cover corners in the league. So I, I think this is a good opportunity for these young guys to earn earn some spots and make and and make management make some difficult decisions at the end of the year. Um absolutely we brought in Josh Norman to be a, a mentor in a sense for Kyrie Elam, which I thought was, you know, why not, right? I mean I know he's 35 years old and you know that that that's old especially for a corner, but I, I feel like if he could help Kyrie Elam you know become a better pro, I I'm all about it. Yeah I I, I I didn't I didn't like the signing, but I kind of understand what the signing is. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of background politics going on, and um, Kyrie is being forced. They're they're forced to use Kyrie now, and I think this Kyrie is going to go out there and he's going to make a case as to why he needs to be the starter next year. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, I as far as London, I don't want to play in London again. Uh, ever. And <laughs> this game against the Giants, um, I don't want to take anything away from the Giants, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it, they're still a pro. Listen, they're still a professional team, Whittle, right? And Brian Dable is coming home. I mean, it's not a revenge game or anything, but the one thing Brian Dable knows too, he also probably really, he knows a lot about Josh Allen, right? And if there's somebody that maybe could find some things, now I know Josh Allen's a little bit of a different quarterback than when he left, but maybe my only fear is that maybe he knows his weaknesses a lot better than most and can put that defense. Because I don't think that, you know, believe it, I don't think the Giants defense has been as bad as people think, right? Like the offense is having right. all the problems, right? Like even in that forty to nothing game they lost week one, their off their off defense wasn't bad at all. It was just that the offense was a complete disaster at every level with the turnovers and the interceptions and 
and whatnot. So even against the Niners, they weren't that bad. I mean, Niners are just a machine, right? But they weren't embarrassingly bad in that game. So we still got to, yeah, we still got to get it done. We still, yeah, we can't take it lightly, but yeah, we're, we're coming home angry. So I, I'm okay. From that point of view, I'm not too worried about their motivating the, the motivation from the bill side of the ball. So here, here's a couple of, here's a couple of uh, stats that, <laughs> that don't work in the favor of the the uh the uh giants the bills currently as a team lead the nfl in uh sacks i mean i used to pray for times like this we are tied for first in interceptions at on defense um i think we're what are we what are we in yards where are we at? Let's see. The yards number is kind of messed up because a couple teams had bye weeks, but I, yep. we're we're very we're very good defense. Uh, it, we've played five games and we haven't given up a thousand total yards, so we're giving up less than two hundred yards of offense for a game. That's pretty darn amazing. Um, and this and this Giants team is is has had its struggles offensively for for all, all year so far. So uh we should take advantage. We need a bounce back, get right game. Uh and here we go. Uh this is this is it, in my opinion. I mean the Giants have given they, they've been sat, you know, Dan Jones has been sacked 30 times, leads the league Thanks. in that department. So from that point of view, I mean Rousseau's coming back. We'll you know we'll see if Bob Miller gets more snaps this week. I mean, what do you think he's still on a pitch count this week with or do you think we, oh, we absolutely. let him more loose? No, he, yeah. he's on a pitch count. Yeah. Yeah, we, we gotta handle him with kid gloves, man. That yeah, guy is 30, what is he, 34? 30, 34. Uh, yeah, he's a young 34. I mean, guys in impeccable shape, but yes, I, I do agree we have to handle him. Uh, I mean, the Giants do give up five point three yards a carry. Right. Uh, looking at their run defense, so I think you know maybe it's a bit, a little bit of a get right game for, for Cook and for, for Damian Harris, you know whatnot. So, yeah, I'm looking for a workman like performance on Sunday night, Will. Right, like, okay, you know maybe it's not all the fireworks we're used to, you know with with certain games we play, you know maybe a 41-7 type game, but I just want a nice workman like performance. Let's just get out of here, healthy. <laughs> Health is my big word for this month. And it's it, we're going to talk about it over and over again. So, but I, I'm really excited. You know, the thing I'm excited about is just to see, like I said, the young, you know, guys like Elon, guys like Dorian Williams, um, just, just to see how they handle now becoming it, integral parts of this defense going forward in their first game. Yeah, I I, I got to see, you know. I'm not gonna. It's an NFL team, so I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disrespect them like, you know, like some of the two and three Jet fans that are in here in the chat are doing right now. I'm not gonna disrespect the New York Giants. Um, you know, I'm not gonna disrespect the owners of MetLife Stadium like that. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> not, not the renters, but the owners, the the, the landlords, not the tenants. Uh, they they still have a ton that. They still have some talent on that roster. They're really, really banged up right now, but um, 
Saquon Barkley is still a member of that team. Okay, they still have Jalen Hyatt. They have Darren Waller. Uh, I like that. Um, I like that uh, that that other tight end that they got last year, Daniel Bellinger, from uh, I want to say he was from San Diego State. Really, really, really solid, solid kid. Uh, Darius Slayton is another really speedy wide receiver with some 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 good route running chops. Uh, hands are not crazy. Hands are not crazy. Uh, his hands are are inconsistent, but he definitely has the speed and the route running to get himself open. Uh, Matt Breed is still there, so I'm sure that they'll deploy Matt Breed a few times on us. And our boy, man, Isaiah Hodgins, six round pick, yeah, for the, yeah. the Bills at Oregon State, man, would have loved to have kept that kid, but you know, it is what it is. So they're not they're not void of talent. Uh, if Daniel no. Jones plays, he brings the he brings the run he brings the uh, athleticism to the to the equation where he can take off and run and make big plays with his legs. And you know he's a coachable kid, and Dayball has done a very good job of trying to put him in spaces where he can uh, where he can um, uh, flourish, where he can he can be successful. Yep. So we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. You know what's amazing about the Giants, Whittle? It's the parallels between them and the 2017 Bills, the 2018 Bills. Josh yeah. Allen aside is is unbelievable, right? I mean, you know, Joe Schoen is over there in New York with the Giants, our old assistant GM, right? Yeah. I don't know if Dable and Schoen expected them to make the playoffs, almost similar to how it was with McDermott and Bean in 2017, right? You remember we started stripping down the roster. We got mm-hmm. rid of Watkins. We got rid of Darby. Right, we you know, and then we bought Kelvin Benjamin. Like we were doing a little bit of both, right? We make the playoffs, kind of like that giant team, right? Mm. And then the Giants are in this corner. Like, what do we do with Daniel Jones, right? Uh, you know, it was one of those. So that, but at least to their credit, they signed them to a contract that they could get out of fairly okay after the season. So I thought it was a, a solid move by Schoen to say, let's give it a try, but at least we have it out next year, right? And you know what yeah. we did in 2018? We lost by, what, 40, 43 points the first week to the Ravens? Like the Giants lost to Dallas almost by 40 points week one? The Something Giants like kind of need – the Giant fan needs to know the real here. They kind of need this. This is for their benefit down the line. They did a lot with smoke and mirrors last year. Let, let's be fair. I, I think we all know it. They, You know, Dable did a great job, but that this was not sustainable going into the season. So – you know, from that point of view, I, I think the Giants going four and thirteen or three and fourteen for them is probably the best thing that can happen to them. Then they could trade off some some players and and get some picks and then really get the quarterback next year in a really good quarterback draft, by the way, that that they could probably use going forward. So, I'm sorry, man. I'm just laughing at this back and forth between no, June. I love it between June and Donna. Donna, he's gonna yeah. do that with anybody who's willing to respond. So you waste yeah. your time. There's no there's no talking sense in the June. Um yeah. <laughs> so I'm 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 I don't want to I'm I'm we're gonna be here for a good time and not a long time. Give me some keys to the game, bro. Like how do you how do you see this this going with, with the Giants on Sunday? Um well you know, keys to the game, of course, you know, the old cliche things obviously you know we need good josh meaning you know we could deal with the one 
interception, you know, listen, he's had what his last couple of interceptions have been punts essentially. So I really don't worry about that too much. Um, you know, I just still hate good. those. I still hate them because they still. I, count. Oh, me too. I I, I can't them. stand it because it gives the you know it gives the Twitter casuals just a little more ammunition to come yes. after Josh. So and guys we all like know Jew. who you are out there. Guys, yeah, guys, guys like Jew yeah. who will who will compare uh, Josh Allen to to Tua or something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I I want to see a little bit more commitment to the run. I'm looking for like a twenty. Kind of like a 2090 game out of a guy like Cook, you know, maybe a little Damian Harris, seven or eight carries, you know, something like that. You know, just I would like to see them throw it a middle of the field a little bit more this week, if mm-hmm. if possible. But I say, you know, Josh, I really don't have any major complaints about the way Josh has been playing. Even the Jets game, you know, the interceptions were really the, the fumble and the interceptions were really this were the real problems. So other than that, I think he's been excellent. On the defensive side, if if Barkley plays this week, you know, just keep him in check, right? I think if we keep him in check, our pass rush will be able to create a couple mistakes, and I I think we'll be just fine. And you know, and the other thing about last week, we we were in the field what eighty something plays, we gave up twenty five points. That's actually not that bad, little when you really think about it. Right, right. right. I, it, against a very good Jacksonville team, which we went over last week, right. I mean, let you know, let's give some credit to them too as well. They got some they got some really good playmakers on the outside. Absolutely. So I, I thought we did we did just fine in that respect. So I think that's the biggest key. You know, match the, the energy to crowd coming out because you know Buffalo brings it. We're not on you know, we, we're on Sunday night. Buffalo fans get amped. So we're we're gonna be ready. So just match that energy, come out, get some quick scores. We want to see ball cap Josh this game. That that's the ultimate goal. That, that we're looking for. And even ball cap digs and ball, te- ball cap Davis game. You know, I, I want to see <laughs> a lot of that later in the game. So those those to me are, are, are the keys. Again, just don't give the Giants – the Giants are already reeling mentally, right? Don't give mm-hmm. a team like that a reason to rally behind their coach, right? Again, it's a homecoming for Dable. He's going to be pumped. You, you know he's going to be, right? Don't give right. them a reason to say, man, we want to get this for our coach. We want to steal this game from Buffalo. No, just, you know, pedal to the metal right away, get a couple touchdowns, get up on them 14 or, or even 20, and then just just take it home, make it a nice methodical. You know, maybe somebody on the East Coast fall asleep a little early Sunday night with a smile <laughs> face and a nice big win. So, um, how about you, Will? What do you think the keys are uh, for Sunday night? Oof. The keys to me are, are to establish a run, um, establish a run with play, establish a run with play action. Uh, if if we can do that, um, I think if we can do that, we'll be just fine. Uh, they they've got some inexperienced guys in that secondary. Uh, they got some young linebackers as well. I think the play action game with Josh under center will work really really well. I think we should score early and often and then fourth quarter kind of take our feet off the gas and just coast to, to coast to a dub. I got this one 37 37-9 Buffalo. And the last Yeah, yep. Yeah, 37 to 37 to, did I say 37 to 9? No, I don't yeah. want to go with 9. I, 
I think they'll get 37 to 10. I think they'll get in the end zone. I think they okay. will. Excellent. 37 to yep. 10. That's what I'm at. I'm 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 going to hold myself accountable to that to that pick as, as well. Uh I'm I'm trying I'm trying to lock in on these scores now since I've been picking games pretty well. <clears throat> yes, you have. You you almost nailed it last week to the point. You had us winning by losing by four. Yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate. So I, that was yeah. an unfortunate, unfortunate loss. But that's that's yep. see, good teams, championship teams win those games. Those are the games you gotta win, right? When yes. when 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 situation isn't ideal. That's the game you have to win. And they'll have opportunities to prove that they can win those types of games because the season is still young. We have very good teams left on our schedule. I'm sure they're all going to have their own fighters. So um, yep. we welcome we welcome them to the chat. And, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But Absolutely. Uh, so uh, roster moves. We brought in Josh Norman like we talked about. Uh, you said that was more of a coaching thing, in your opinion. I kind of agree with you. I I think that they, I think they kind of did. I think they kind of did uh, Kyrie a little dirty, and instead of just openly apologizing to him and putting themselves in a in a bad predicament with from from a from a power vacuum standpoint, uh, I think they just got a guy in there that can practice and show him where he's making him his mistakes in real time on the field. So I I, I like the Josh Norman move for that. If they're just bringing him in to kind of be a uh, position coach inside the locker room and on the field while the game is going on, then so be it. But that's really all it needs to be. June, you are blowing this. June, the Jets are not going anywhere, okay? You're one game behind us, and you by the end of the season, you'll be seven games behind us. So, like, we don't care. We do not care. But, 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 June, we thank you for coming on and, and spending some time with us, though. Yeah, it thank you for coming. It definitely on. makes it entertaining. We, we I appreciate. It. I appreciate one of my one of my good brothers in real life supporting you know supporting what we're doing right now. Um. But yeah, man, like I, I really don't have much else like i like the giants i i hate that I, it has to be them as the bounce back yeah. uh sacrificial lamb but hey man that's how it goes you know <laughs> yep you know well i did have one question for you okay as okay. we kind of close but i'll i'll give you our just a quick prediction 34 13 i agree work them like performance you know maybe it's not perfect but yeah i i think we get it done we get the four and two <laughs> Again, not exactly where we were hoping we would be, but we'll take it, and, and, and we move on from there. So, you know, Josh, a couple touchdowns. I, I, I think we get a couple more rushing touchdowns this week. I think it's going to be that kind of game. So, you know, the weather, it, it, it might be a little rainy. It's going to be cooler, like 45 degrees, they're saying, maybe mid-die 40. So that, that'll be interesting. But there's one thing I wanted to ask right. you. I wanted yeah. to ask you to be GM Whittle for a second, if you're Brandon Bean. Right. Right? Considering all the defensive – so considering the defensive issues, considering we're in our Super Bowl window, right? Mm-hmm. Considering we have 10 picks next year. Mm-hmm. We talked about Kansas City a little bit. 
what we said, how their offense was so elite and their defense was just good enough to win. If you were presented a possibility of getting another major playmaker on this offense that we could rent for the year, would you dip into our, like, are you comfortable with going with what we have or would you look to use our draft capital and how much would you be willing to use? I know it's a loaded question, but I just wanted to get your thoughts. Like, would you look to maybe, I know everybody's focused on is getting defensive players in the trade, but what about if we make this offense just so incredible that it's going to be almost a matchup nightmare a la like San Francisco is right now? Um, well, San Francisco is more of a timing based offense, uh, mm-hmm. with 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 some read with some some read uh with some with some read opportunities for the quarterback. They do a really good job over there. I would definitely like to go after um I had to pick one player, probably a wide receiver, man. Gabe Davis's wide running is inconsistent. I am 100% locked in to bringing another wide receiver in here. Give me Jerry Judy. You know, yeah. give me Jerry I, Judy. I, I like the thought. I, I just think with, with Josh Allen and what he could do and just with the line looking so much better, I, I just I just think about the damage we could do with those three wide receivers. Uh, absolutely, like, man. Good absolutely. luck. Yeah. And with Kincaid yeah. and Knox, yeah, absolutely. So I, I that's what I've been thinking. I, I, I feel like I would do it, but maybe we'll have to see how it goes for the next couple of weeks, see where the defense is, right, to see where, where Dorian is, like you said, you know, see where we are with, with our secondary, and we'll, we'll go from there. But I, I don't see Bean doing anything for at least probably right up to the deadline. You're probably right, man. Um I don't think that it's advantageous for us to do that right now because I don't think that there's a player on the market or on the defensive line or as an edge rusher that, that's good enough or uh, impactful enough to warrant spending some draft picks. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I know, Pat, you know, Patrick, the, uh, who's the one from the Broncos that everybody's been kicking around lately? Sertain? Mm-hmm. Is it Patrick Sertain? I mean, I just think the cost on him would be too much to – to bring in for that, you know, just for a year, I, I don't want to dip into our first round pick in 2024. It's just something I just don't think where we are cap wise. That's something we, it, it's not a smart, it, it's, it's not the kind of move I see being doing because as much as he wants to win, he also wants us to be competitive at a high level for a lot. He's in for the long run. So I just don't, don't see us doing that. So, but I do think Judy, we could get Judy we, without giving up our first round pick. I, I'm confident we can do that. So that, that's something I would love to see Dean do. Um, correction. There is a move that I would make. There is a move I would make. I would go after Deontay uh, Jackson, the cornerback out in Carolina. Uh, in Carolina, uh, a ton of speed. He is. Super fast, like, like he, he's he's. I can catch Jalen Waddle fast. That that's how fast he is. I would not mind at all bringing a guy like him in. Uh, there's another corner, Greedy Williams, that's out there. Used mm-hmm. to play for uh, Cleveland. Um, he had some issues or whatever. Hey man, get him in the building. Let's coach him up and see what he got at the end of the year because. You don't find six foot two, one hundred and eighty five pound corners that run a sub four four sub four forty. So this guy's one of them. 
Uh, so, yeah, I, I like him a lot uh, for Buffalo. But, no, nah, man, I really don't have um, – we don't have much else, man. I mean, that would be pretty much it. Yeah. I don't think we need to do a ton to beat the Giants. But, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Absolutely. I think I'm looking forward to, you know, sun, there was such a long time for so many years, little we weren't on Sunday Night Football, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I think we went 14 years yeah. or so without a game on Sunday night. So, I mean, yeah. we only have two 1 o'clock Sunday games for you East Coast folks left. Well, you know what, both you, against the New England Patriots, which is unbelievable, you, right? You know, you know what that means, right? What's that? That means that the Buffalo Bills are one of the best teams in the league. They are choosing to put yep. them on in prime time and in the coveted spot where you get the East Coast and the West Coast at the same time. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. As a West Coast fan, I I love Sunday Night Games. 5.30 is a perfect start time, so I'll take mm-hmm. it. Well, with that being said, um, well, this is Coast to Coast, man. You can come check us out. Every Wednesday, nine to ten, uh, we try to keep it to an hour. So if you've been working out or something like that, you can just pop us on and listen to what we're saying, and that's that. Um, and one thing you can always do is be entertained. You can come here and read the comments and see how Jet fans are just losing their minds week after week. Mm-hmm. And now you know they they've beaten a bad team in Denver, and they think that. They think their season is, is is not over with yet. You guys are dead in the water. Trust me. The only reason you're moving is because the water current's pulling your, your boat further out to sea. That's all. <laughs> you're dead in the water. Your engines are not working. It's over. Okay? It's over. But Absolutely. Uh, any final thoughts beyond before we go? No, I just want to say thank you as always, Whittle. It's, a, it's an absolute pleasure. This is our 11th, 12th. Um, yeah. official show so we're rolling along so if anybody's really out bad. there listening if you're on youtube please like and subscribe to our channel we love those thank you so much for all everybody else that that's out there listening and and subscribes to us it, it, it's a major help and we appreciate everyone in the chat yes even you june we do we do appreciate you coming in here and, and chopping up with us about the jets so we i look forward to it every week so and let's just hope we have a better uh yeah, you know, a lot better things to talk about next week as we get ready to go to New England next week. Oh God, I home away from my home. We're gonna we're gonna blow we're gonna blow the doors off in of New England. We're gonna show the yep. Jets how to how, how to do it. We're gonna show you guys how it's done. Okay, we're gonna go up to, into Foxborough and we're going to beat the we're gonna beat the Patriots. Okay, you guys get to watch that. Take your take some notes. Okay, take some notes, June. When we play the Patriots, this is what you need to do. That's the way you that's the way you have to do it. But with that being said, this is Whittle 2K. Uh my co-host to the left of me is Beyond 716. And um, yeah, man, I mean we signing off. Go Bills. Go Bills, Whittle. Have a great night. Have a great week, everyone.